Welcome back to another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Don't worry, I'm not going to waste your time with an explanation of today's show. So grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Because no, I can no, always that wasn't intro. my point. <laughs> 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 there are quantum I'm, physics. Look here, look here, uh, Brett Michaels. In the, uh, if we're just exploring my inner demons here. You wouldn't have been quite as polite when you left the interview. No. I mean, if need be, we can start a GoFundMe yeah. page for you. This is but where we lack comparative knowledge, Max. Damn, dude, three hours later. Others actually want to watch some people play. See dude. reference Rick and Morty. <laughs> I will do my editing, don't you worry. That's fantastic. <laughs> All right. How are we doing, gentlemen? Welcome to another week of Liquor and Leagues. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. by yesterday. I was yeah, waiting for the shit. <laughs> how y'all doing? Yeah, we're back to that palpable level of excitement. I, I don't even have words for yesterday. I'm not sure how much I'm going to say today, but super, super disappointed in my gators last night. I, I think, honestly, the uh, the background says it all, really. Um, exactly. you know. <laughs> I mean, they, I'm sorry. That, that's not what cost them the game. No, the, but the shoe throw did not cost them the game. But that is a bonehead mistake. Somebody hopefully did, sat Wilson down and was like, "Dude, what the fuck were you thinking?" I punched him in the face. Oh, right? you mean talk to him? Sorry. Yeah, like, come on, man. That, that that's self-inflicted without a doubt at that point. If if you've got a Bama scoreline, if you're sitting there 52 to three and you want to throw a shoe, fine. no. I have you no still way. don't do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just – that is poor discipline at the coaching level and needs to be addressed. I mean, you, you have to have a better head on your shoulders to compete at this level to do stupid-ass shit that like that. Shit, right. and, and, of course, I know they were saying this last night. That was the turning point for them on that drive. Had him stopped. That was right. – and he threw that fucking shoe. And so, Save yeah. Like you said, that is not where the game was won or lost. But in that moment, everybody used that as the, the swing of the pendulum going, that is where it was won or lost, even though we really know it wasn't. Like you, when you are playing LSU as poorly as they did, that was not the linchpin. But unfortunately, everybody was hyper-focused on that once it happened. Uh, I, I, yes, I joke. At 52-3, to three, you shouldn't be doing that. But I could understand at that point if you pick up a shoe and go, bro, that's my trophy. I'm keeping that. Go get another shoe. Like, I get the mentality because you're just stomping the fuck out of them. But when it's that close and you've struggled from behind the entire game, don't throw a shoe. Come on, man. you got to be better than that. Yeah, I, I, I heard, you know, one of those. It's comparable to the old, the, the old Miss incident where the friggin' dude pretended to, like, pee like a dog. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree with that, you know. Well, I, I guess I'll say – it, because it was so late in the game, I, I, yeah, I think there's there's a case there for um, honestly, it was just icing on the cake, really, at that point. But for an overall performance, but I will say I don't always buy into that argument of, but if they'd done everything else like this, they would have, you know, they would have won the game. Because every now and then there's a call that you can tell completely changes the way a game is flowing. Uh, I don't have a good example that I'm ready to throw out to make that case. And it's, you know, it doesn't really matter, I guess. But, yeah, it, it just kind of became part of the overall narrative of this stupid shit happened, followed by this unbelievable, you know, couple of events. Well, uh, you, you you mean like somebody throwing a shoe 20 yards and then the other team scoring on a 57-yard field goal in the fog with 20 yeah. seconds left? I mean, come on. 
Well, I, I mean, Grinch, I'll use you as an example because you, you have that emotionality to these types of things because you, you know, we've seen games and you and I have gone back and forth about them, right? The game's not going well. And then there's an interference call, right? And you do get emotional about it, but you know, in your heart of hearts, that bad ref call or whatever, that wasn't the only issue that there was, right? And you know that because yeah. you can look back with some critical distance and go, look, my team played shitty all night. It wasn't that one call that fucked it up or that call that fucked it up. It there are plenty of coaches and, and former players who have said that if you, if you get to a place in a game where you've relied on a good or a bad call from a ref, you've already th fucked up. Th then you've already lost. You're, you're yeah. already done. You, you should, you should play at such a level to where that's a non-issue. It's a non-factor. Yeah. I, well, and that, that's, I mean, that's exactly the point that I was saying. I, 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 I agree with that in large part, but I think there are some circumstances where you go, there, like, there's just nothing you could have done there. And maybe the, you know, an example w would be now that I'm thinking about it, you know, it was like that, what was it? Mississippi state Auburn game, you know, like that's one that I think if you look back on, you're like, that may have, that, that did, you know, the no call of the grounding or the, the backwards pass did affect the outcome of that game. And I don't put it on Mississippi state in that case to have played differently the whole rest of the other game when that play did affect the outcome. Yeah, so I, this, I, I, think, I think there's room there is what I'm saying. For, oh, yeah. You know, but this, for, this was not a questionable call, though. I, I think, you know, what you're kind of talking about there were, were things where, you know, it's almost like the ref kind of changed the flow of the game, <clears throat> making that questionable call. This was a guy that ripped somebody's shoe off and chucked yeah, it out of the field. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, just yeah, a yeah. huge <laughs> mental mistake that, that certainly at that point in the game you can't make. Uh, you have to play better than that, and and they didn't. It was just um, indicative of all of the mental mistakes they'd made for three and a yes. half quarters. That's what that was. It just it came to a head in one motion of frustration, right? And it and I think that's really what it was. But that was not the linchpin. They should not have been tied with LSU. Who no, was, absolutely not. LSU was three what three and five, three wins, five losses. They yeah. struggled all season. We we talked and joked and used them as a punching bag, and it's like you're going into this game, this should have been in a, this should have been a Vanderbilt game for you. And, and we talked about this previously. A, should they have played the game? And B, should you be playing your starters? No, this should have been a fucking pickup game in the street. You're just tuning up. Maybe you put your quarterback in for a quarter, let him get some reps just so he's prepared for Alabama. But Kyle Trask was 29 for 47 with almost 500 yards. Emory Jones, zero for one, and saw no playing time. I mean, you uh, this was in. unfortunately because it was played. It was an important game. They they had to play their starters because they had to win. I mean, you couldn't afford to take this loss and, and have two losses and, and have any chance of going into the the college football playoffs. So because they held the game, which I, I'm I'm still okay that they they played the game. You know that that's and that's the reason because any given Saturday, but because they played it, they had to play their starters. They had to play to win. Um, you couldn't, you know, it, it wasn't like, you know, an NFL game where you've already locked up your spot in the playoffs based on your record. You can afford to take a loss. They could not afford a loss. No. And that's the problem. If they were, if they were eight and nine and oh, of course they could take a loss and, but they weren't. And so by taking that loss, they have effectively removed themselves from the playoff if, conversation, even if, if they win the SEC. Yeah. If they had been smart. They would have taken a page out of Ohio State's playbook and Can't just canceled play. the game and said, "Guess what? We're still seven and one." <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> not. We're not that we're bitter. <laughs> we're gonna. Yeah. No. And yeah. I, sorry, I know I, I drifted out because I had to go deal with dog no, issues. But, that's okay, um, yeah, I, I I just wanted 
I know you probably moved past it, but I, yeah, I'm, I wasn't suggesting that there was a bad ref call that affected the outcome of the game. Yeah, for me, just watching it, it was clear one team was, was there with a chip on its shoulder and was playing with heart and tenacity, and the other team expected to The other win. team was Florida. The other team expected to win, and I think that all keyed off of how Mullen went into that game, the mentality he had. And that's, yeah. on, that's on the coaching staff for that reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, as much as I hammered smart over, you know, our early losses, I think Mullen – you know, deserves uh, all the all the all the critique and criticism he's getting for just the way he managed that game. And yeah, I mean, you know, with Grantham, he, you know what you get with Grantham. He's high risk, high reward. He has an aggressive style of play call. I know a couple of you know corner blitzes left some wide open receivers. I you know I didn't sit and analyze the play. I can't tell you exactly who did what wrong, but uh, just really start to finish, the game did not feel like both teams were there with the same mentality. I agree. And I know you texted that out and it, it was just painful to watch because you don't expect that at this, at this late date, tuning up for an Alabama showdown, which you know you have to have all your players, you have to have the mentality when you walk through the door in, in Atlanta, and they definitely didn't show it. They didn't show that they should be in Atlanta with this game. Now, maybe the other eight games, maybe I'm being super critical, but they definitely didn't show that they belong in Atlanta next week, even though they're there. Because they look like they're going to get walked on, especially if they show up doing what they did yesterday. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. It's going to be 52-3. Yeah. to three. And we'll circle back to them when we have our conversation after we discuss the week that was. But I would very briefly, because they're not really worth mentioning, because, again, we know the games don't matter in terms of that. Except, you know, you guys have – we, hark- we hearken back to this because you guys have mentioned it, right? LSU played the spoiler yesterday successfully because they effectively removed Florida from the CFP conversation altogether. So, yes – yeah, that's probably yeah. the biggest outcome. I, I, I mean, I, I think barring them, I mean, I don't know, manhandling Alabama or, or just even just squeaking out a win past Alabama, they're done, right? I yeah. mean, I, I don't see even. I mean, they would have to just completely thrash Alabama. But I don't, I don't know two, if that's true. I mean, two, you talked about the number one team in the nation, yeah. undefeated. But it, you got to think Texas A and M is over is over Florida at this point. Yeah. And even with one yeah. loss, Alabama is still going to be in the college football playoffs. So yeah. if, I think if, if it comes down to your second SEC team, it's going to be A&M because they beat Florida. And that's, that's I mean, the part that, that sucks, right, because uh, Alabama goes undefeated. They come up Isn't against Florida. Is it rock, Florida. paper, scissors at that point? Because you I, got, think it, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, don't I think, think that's think the it's... way the college football playoff committee does it. But Yeah, I mean, I think the committee is going to look at at home, 23-point favorite, and you lost, you know. And, and I just – I mean, granted, we don't have the Texas A&M Ole Miss game, so we can kind of do apples to apples, you know. It's still a bit of speculation because, I mean, let's say Ole Miss upsets A&M. It's possible. Right. And, I, yeah, where, where I kind of take this conversation is we're slowly eroding – this, the really solid argument, we I, I'll say it was solid, for not letting Ohio State in. Right. It's like the more this happens, the more you're like, fuck. They're going to end mean, up there. Because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're you sitting know? back quietly watching all the pieces fall into well, yes. place. And, and, that, and that's why we talked about you almost, you know, and I hate to say this as a Florida fan, you want Alabama to just destroy Florida. So their place is locked up. There's no right. doubt about it. And then you assume that that Texas A&M with one loss is probably going to get in as a second SEC team, pushing out possibly Ohio State. 
Right. And that's assuming yeah, that's, Clemson, Notre Dame, however that game comes down. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, yeah. I've seen some say, you know, let's say Clemson wins. Now you got two one loss teams. They probably still both get in. And I, I, I'm not arguing against that. I, I think, I think those are two heavyweights, you know, they play 10 times. It's, it's a six, four, you know, kind of thing. Right. Um, I think they both go in over Ohio State yeah. with one loss because just yeah. because Ohio State and through no fault of their well no no no, no. Yes. <laughs> they um they just have not played the games that I th- I feel like needed to be played to to qualify to be in the playoffs right uh, yeah. real real quick before we do that because we're gonna devolve and I want to finish up the week that was let's real quick let's just touch on a few of these games. Three of the games, which is interesting, three of the games, the Alabama win, the Georgia win, and the Tennessee win combined for almost 150 points on the winning side to 34 points on the losing side. Like, there was just, from a point standpoint, the winning team just well outpaced the losing team there. And I don't think – There was a moment where Tennessee had me a little worried. Um, (laughs) They were losing. They were losing. And there was a lot riding on that game. Thanks to my big, big fat mouth. That's right. so, uh, maybe we can, maybe we can you, talk Rocky you into doing it again this week. We'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's a big fat mouth because you, you won. You were correct. You were yeah. right. So, I was lucky. Uh, you were lucky. <laughs> uh, and then Auburn, Mississippi State. I mean, again, this game, the also rants, that didn't really matter. None of these games really mattered because we know, we know what the SEC championship game looks like. This, of course, was just we're, who's going to play spoiler, and obviously it was LSU. And that's yeah, what Florida gets. And I don't know that this this game would have been the big decider, but you know, Gus Malzahn probably is going to be fine for the remainder of this season and going into the next. Even though it was like a really weird game the whole first half with that score, but you know, they, they right. clearly adjusted going into the second half and then you know won as expected. Yeah, uh, but not super surprised. And again, I know. In terms of our picks, Mac, you did lose the Georgia game, but that was just going in blind. You picked Missouri. We were trying to, you were trying to gain some separation. Maybe you get lucky. Uh, and that, of course, was a blowout, which I was happy to see. And yeah. for, the, for the first time in 13 weeks, I am not in last place. So kudos. To- <laughs> <laughs> um, so with, with the, the week behind us, let's go ahead and talk about, you know, obviously the CFP playoff picture as it is now. We know what the SEC looks like, the, the championship. We know what the ACC championship looks like. Three of those four teams currently reside in the top four. And then you have the unknown with Ohio State and their weird-ass dynamic of canceling, 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 playing the bare-bones games. You've got Texas A&M sitting on the bubble with one loss, who I think if Florida happens to unseat Alabama in any universe that that might be possible, I think you have Texas A&M sitting there quietly with one loss and they move up into the top four, which, again, sucks for Florida losing yesterday because all they've really done is effectively punch Texas A&M's ticket. So uh, I know I heard some of this. Should Ohio State, as it currently stands, be in the top four? I'm, what, what do you guys think? No. That, I mean, a, I, I don't see any way they should be in the top four based on uh, the body of work they've played. And, 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 again, is it fair? Is it not fair? That, that's not for me to – to argue i guess i just think if you have not played enough games and i don't know what that you know what that is but i feel at five and oh canceling a bunch of games that that just does not get it done for me well five and oh and you've only played one ranked team in indiana and right. barely beat them beat them by seven points other yeah, than that I, they've played no ranked opponent 
I mean, if I were if I were arguing against, I would use the same talking points, which is their own conference set a six game minimum, which you know, okay, now they're going to go into the championship, which effectively becomes their six the game. game, right? Um, but I think you know, I think the wider community largely feels like we've been saying, like in your heart, you know, they're a good team. Do you think the players wanted to play? Of course I do. But they just simply haven't. I mean, if you look in the top, you know, top whatever, the only other team that's in the ballpark, which I've started to hear mention of, is USC, which is kind of this dark horse coming out of, you know, coming coming up from behind because they did rally to win. And now I guess, you know, they will be at 5-0 and or I think they'll play for the Pac-12. Yeah, but you figured they're ranked what? 15 and 16 in the two different polls right now, I don't see how yeah, they can uh, jump high enough to get uh, it, even yeah. unranked to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, I can't even remember which argument that was. It's just why it's ultimately it doesn't matter because it's whatever they decide to do. But um, yeah. So if I'm arguing for, then I start to say, but who else do you put in? And if Texas A&M just looks phenomenal and trounces Ole Miss and they look primed to be a contender, I think that will weigh heavily in the decision to bump them uh, up or not. If they eke by, look sloppy, there's still, like, doubts about their defense or whatever, I think it's another case to go, who who do you really want going up against the Clemson? Do you want it to be an Ohio State or an a Or a Notre Dame, you know, or Alabama. Right. Do we give any credence to Cincinnati? At eight and zero, sitting quietly at eight and zero at number eight. I mean, I think you know you have the same argument with Coastal Carolina at ten and zero. Okay, yeah, they're undefeated, but come on, let's get real. Right, they're not playing, you know, heavily ranked teams to get to that point. Um, so so no, I I don't. Let's let's say I think a like, lot would have to happen for a Cincinnati to get to to get to that point let's take ohio state out of the equation that opens up a spot in the top four let's assume notre dame beats clemson handily that opens up a second spot let's assume florida beats alabama that potentially opens up a third spot you know texas a&m is going to move in notre dame will be there so what if tennessee beats texas a&m if tennessee beats texas a &M, I, mean, did, right? did, I mean you've got a shit show on your hands then i, mean, I that's think the perfect right but i think cincinnati could go well why not us well, I think you've got – I mean, I think at that point, you've got a lot of teams that could say, what about me? Right. That, that brings, you know, USC back into the mix. Um, so, let me – Brings let me quite ask, a few teams back in. Let I me mean, ask you this. Would you rather see an 8-0 Cincinnati or a 5-0 and Ohio State if you had to – if you're, you're druthers, who would you rather see in a playoff? It's not fair. You know, I'm just saying, if, if <laughs> we're talking about fair. throwing a wrench in the system, who would you rather see? An 8-0? I think twice that's a fair question. Games? Yeah. yeah twice as many games, and they're undefeated. And they're versus undefeated. A team. Because here's the thing. If, if you let an Ohio State in in this situation, what you're telling them, what you're telling the players, and everyone around, you're telling them it's okay to, you know, to, to subvert the system and be shady, and you still get in. Right. But did and they, that's the point. I mean – but did they really suffer? I mean, I know we all kind of think they did. Uh, well, I, I think it's but the proof again, is in the pudding. I mean, right where there's smoke, there's fire. I, I mean, this is such a fucked up year. I think we all knew we were going to end up in a spot like this when we started this whole podcast and this conversation with, with everything going on. Because 
you well, can't tell them to play the games if, if there's truly a risk there. In our defense, and this is the weird part, when we started this, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 were not playing this season. Right. They had opted out. And it was only after whatever much ado they went through that they're like, oh, well, we want to play. Everybody else is doing it. And so they were Johnny come lately to the party to begin with. And not only that, now you're canceling games along the way. Look, I'm all for having the health of the players come first. Absolutely. And if that was truly what they were doing, then I appreciate them putting the players first. But at some point, you can go, we're not canceling, we're postponing. We'll play it later. But they didn't do that. And that's SEC postponed. Yeah, they postponed games all season, and now they're playing them on the back end. Those games may mean nothing, but Ohio State didn't do that. They would just went, no, cancel. And that's where it seems like, "Mm, wait a minute, why didn't you just postpone it, shuffle the schedule around and play them later? Right, because you have to go back to what, what was the intention. Right. And it feels as though the intention was that they were going to subvert the system and, and let things play out this way. And then be, Oh, look, we're undefeated. We should be playing. We should be in the, in the national championship conversation. Right. No, no, you shouldn't. But that will absolutely be the argument you make. Uh, and Grinch just for you, because I know you stepped away briefly. If you had to choose a five and Ohio state or an eight and Cincinnati, it, let's say they just shook up the top four with all the bowl games here. Would you prefer a 5-0 and Ohio State or an 8-0 Cincinnati in the top four? Uh, yeah, I was actually – I was trying to see – I was trying to look at their schedule real quick. Um, I don't think either – I mean, obviously they yeah, play outside of power five. Yeah, let's see. I mean – But Ohio State hasn't played anybody of note. Yeah, I mean, they beat SMU, which I think they were ranked at the time. They beat Army. Um, they were supposed to play Temple – and Tulsa both got – well, one was canceled, I guess, canceled and then rescheduled maybe. Yeah. So Tulsa would be ranked, which might add a little bit more credence to their argument. Right. Um, I think I, – I, I mean, I could, in terms of what I believe and who's the best team to go in, if you just said put, put a gun to my head and said make me decide, I would say Ohio State right now over Cincinnati. I'd say Ohio State in the fourth – or slot um wouldn't feel great about it but that's what i decide um but i just the only other game i really want to see is texas a&m play Ole miss before i made a final call on that. well unfortunately you're not going to get that option so you know it is what it is but for now we will stop it there and move from the week that was to the week that is interestingly enough they did realign some games and reschedule some games so we now have on top of the SEC championship, they're going to play four other useless games. Hey, Ohio State, look at that. Other conferences are rescheduling games. but uh, So we do have some games that will hopefully allow you guys to separate yourselves a, a little further or make things a little more interesting. With that being said, uh, Haas, Grinch, and myself, we came away with four wins. They postponed the Texas A&M Ole Miss game. Obviously, the Florida loss. None of us got that one. And then... Mac, you come in last with three wins because you got burned by the Missouri-Georgia scoreline. So we are now sitting at 49 apiece for Haas and Grinch, 46 for myself, and 45 for Mac. Uh, How does last place feel? That bear breathing down your neck? You better run a little faster, bro. I'm okay. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So we will take the games that are coming up. And again, we make this caveat, will they be played? Who knows? If they get postponed, we'll find out. But we will pick them as if they're getting played and see how things fall out. 
Haas, you are still in the lead. You tied Grinch, so you will pick first. And so we will start there with Texas A&M and Tennessee. A couple of these are going to be toss-ups, so I'm interested to see how we separate ourselves. Yeah, I'm going to go A&M over Sweet. Tennessee. I, I think A&M's ride, riding the high after breaking that six-game losing streak to Vandy, and they looked rough. And, of course, they got and, a week off. And then, and then A&M got that week off. So, I think, I think yeah, A&M over Tennessee is a no-brainer. All right, Grinch, Tennessee, Texas A&M. Well, that settles it. I'm going Vandy. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I, I agree with what's said. I mean, I, I well, you know, I guess I'll change my, my point here to say now I want to see how A&M does against Tennessee. Is it a complete win all phases of the game? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, certainly Tennessee needed that Vandy win to feel better. Uh, right. Fortunately, Vandy just is not good. No. <laughs> so, so, yeah, on paper you're like, well, oh, that's an impressive score. In reality, you're like, but. Sarah Fuller scored some points, though, for Vandy. Yeah, yeah, two, two points. Two, first right. first yeah. female in college power five. Bam. So, uh, you know, good for them. Mac, Texas A&M, Tennessee. Texas A&M. Uh, I figured, but I didn't want to make any assumptions. No, that's good. Uh, Haas, Georgia. I think you said Georgia here. Georgia Vanderbilt. Yep. It's sad. It, you know, poor Vanderbilt. I feel bad going for going 0-10. But, but yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> How can you go otherwise? There's, there's, uh, yeah, no. Grinch, you think uh, Sarah Fuller can eke out a win here against Georgia? Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, you heard, yeah. Okay, yeah. This is final if, game. If the final entire game Bulldogs game team did not show <laughs> up, Vanderbilt right. has a chance. <laughs> yeah. I figured as much. Uh, Mac? Uh, Georgia, please. Thank yeah. you. And, and again, it's simply I want to hear you say it out loud just so I know. Uh, this is one. This for is a me, good one. This is a good one. Look, th- there's no sense, so I'll just go ahead and do it because we know where I'm going. Uh, Haas? Ole Miss, LSU. I'm uh, going to go Ole Miss. Oh, um, wow. They have a better road wec- record than LSU has a home record, and they're on the bye week. So, yeah. Okay. Now, of course, LSU is coming off. A and LSU's game. riding that high. I'm beating. They're overconfident. And, the, and, and, and you, may, you may notice before when they get overconfident on a big win, the next week they put up a stinker. Oh, yeah, because they won the national championship and then their first game back got the shit kicked out of them by Miss State. Okay, yeah, I see what, you, I see what you're doing there. Grinch, Ole Miss, LSU. Go LSU. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he has declared it. Right there it is. That either wins it for Haas or wins it for Grinch. Yes. Zach, you have a Good chance. Good call, everybody. Good call. Way to go. You could tie this up or let me step out another game. Take an Ole Miss. <laughs> I I. I... It's going to be a good Just week. don't believe that LSU Separation really showed Saturday. anything. That's right. That's right. Long we, term. We finally have one, don't we? I like it. And then, I, again, this is Fuck, another this is flip another game one. right here. Haas, lead us off. Missouri. Here, here's what's interesting. Obviously, Missouri has a, a, a substantially better record than Mississippi State. But what's interesting is they're playing at Mississippi State, and they both suck so equally. Uh, Missouri is not good on the road, and Mississippi State's not, not really good. good at home. Or just not at good. all. What Miss State's two and seven. What's yeah. Missouri? Are they like four and four, three and uh, five? No, they're uh, Missouri's, Missouri. Missouri's five, five and four. Five and four. So better five than five hundred. Oh shit. Yep, yep, okay, yep. but Miss State, I think it's two and seven, right? Right, and okay. so because of that, I I think Missouri probably goes in and then gives them a gives them a, a good old whooping. So you are going Missouri, just so I'm clear. I am going Mizzou. Yep. Okay, Grinch. Does, does any of what he said play, or are you just going to hope uh, the LSU Ole Miss rides? I'm going to go Ms. Who. 
Okay. Okay. So we're uh, going to be watching that Ole Miss LSU game like Hawks. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I will also go Missouri uh, because I, I think they can get it done. And, Mac, you have a chance um, to – you've now tied it up potentially with Ole Miss. You have a chance to step it out. Yeah, I, I'm taking Missouri here, though. I, I just don't see a situation in which Mississippi State beats them. Okay. So the interesting part here now – because we've already picked and, – and So there's really only one game that matters next week, even though the SEC championship is getting played. <laughs> and it's not the SEC championship. It's not the championship. <laughs> not in terms of us. Yeah, so Haas or Grinch, you have a chance to step it out. Mac, you have a chance to fall behind or at least tie it up. I imagine if you tie it up, what we will probably do down the road is we're going to do this again because the national championship game is going to get played, and we will absolutely have to do a final college football – episode for that you and i may be battling for last place right there so and yeah. since this is liquor and leagues can i suggest that uh the the three people who don't finish first place uh pitch in to buy a nice bottle of uh the winner's choosing and the loser has to do a shot of absolutely uh, the, not of the reaper only because i know i can't win <laughs> <laughs> you, you should have made I, I that deal yeah. well <laughs> earlier in the season the i mean look I, we we don't have to do it for this season there's next season i'm just saying you know there should be some incentive on the front end and the back end that's all i definitely think and, we we do this next season yes we at yeah. the beginning of the season we make a declarative statement here's the bet whoever wins gets and whoever loses has to uh i agree with that i'm good with that yeah, we should have thought. Yeah. Where were you fucking 15 weeks ago, bro? <laughs> yeah. oh, damn it. Working my yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah. He's a lot more confident now that we're now, in the last now, now that we're we got one <laughs> week left. Yeah, Max no, I'm like about this wager. <laughs> yeah, Max like I'm currently losing. I'm definitely not making that wager. Uh any, just any, thing about. It's like the very definition of moving the goalposts. <laughs> yeah. Max, do you want to make any bets for the Reaper whiskey if Vanderbilt uh, happens to no, be No, sir. Stored? I'm okay. good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. All right. Uh, That's funny. So we will end it there. Until next time, yeah. we'd like to say Empire. Saluted for Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.